Beyond the Red Wastes. We are still thinking about changing the name. Someone got scolded last time and remembered to do it properly this time. This is uh, Erica and... Bob. Here this lovely Sunday evening to discuss episode... Five. five. It's episode four of ours, I believe. Yes. The Door. The Door. And this is... We want to know, this is the first time we're going to be on time. Yes, this is our now new proper schedule. Yes. Um, I think we should, in, in lieu of doing a rundown of the episode, because I don't think much happened this episode, I think you've got some thoughts on that final scene, and I think this is the appropriate venue to speak about them. Uh, so, um, as per usual... Uh, this is a discussion of the episode, not uh, a review, so it is completely spoilery. Very spoilery, yeah. Um, so, we... The episode is called The Door. And, the, and now we know why. Now we know why. Uh, the very end of the episode is Hodor standing there, and you figure out that... He uh, wasn't kicked in the head by no. a horse or something, as we previously thought. He was... You know, possessed by... Bran was warging in in a vision, which says that they can affect time, which I am not crazy about. No, now we have time travel. Right? Like, I don't need time travel (laughs) in my epic fantasy, right? Like this is... (laughs) Like, I'm cool with seeing visions... The visions, I think, were a very interesting way of potentially telling you some information that we would have no other way of getting. Right. Because, again, we don't know if Mira Reed's father is still around. Right. So we don't know that we would be able to hear about what happened at the Tower of Joy. Otherwise. Right. Exactly. It's... Yeah, I'm... But basically, it's... Yeah, Hodor says Hodor... Because he's trying to say, hold the door. He was being told to hold the door. Right. Right. I mean, it's... I gotta stop saying I mean. I've listened to our episodes so far. I say I mean a lot. Oh, yeah? We sniffle a lot, too. We gotta stop with the sniffling. Well, until my sinuses. Well, no, I do, too. I do it on chat talk all the time. (laughs) And I'll listen back and I'll be like, wow, that's fucking annoying. Anyways. uh, Well, it's kind of dark. It's like, since he's a kid... He's like, been possessed by Bran. Right, that's fucked up, man. And yeah, and Bran's gonna have to now go on with this knowledge that he's ruined a life, a life, at least one. Well, gotten a bunch of people killed, but yeah, and I we never really found out what the purpose. That's what I was thinking too. It was I mean. Let's be fair, the main purpose was to get Luke Skywalker the map. And he did that. He did. He gave it to Poe. Yep. Poe left, and then Bran came. Yes. So, fine. But what was he doing? It was really what unclear. What was he? I mean, just kind of like a seer? Because, okay. And he's supposedly been there for a thousand years. Oh, and has he been going back and, like, affecting things? And changing things? I really don't like this idea of being able to affect the visions. No, I really don't like it either. I also don't... I feel like, you know, the whole... The reason shit happened is because Bran went into a vision when he wasn't supposed to, unsupervised. And he got touched by the Night King. King. And for some reason... That meant now the Knights King could actually get in. Right, he's marked you, he can get... What does any of that mean? I feel like so much of this could have been avoided if Tree Guy had just explained some shit. Right, because I think we got really caught up in the last couple appearances of him... Because we got shown some visions and we got some interesting information. And it was like, oh, okay, cool... And it, that's not to say that 
Bran won't be able to do that, but do you have to be touching the tree to be able to do that? I don't know. Well, there was also... One thing I did notice at the at the tail end of that is... Um, what's his name? Max von Sydow? Or? Sidow. Sidow. Um, I mean, that may be wrong, but that's what I've been saying. So. Okay. He's, he, you know, he's telling Bran, listen to your friend... And Bran seems to, you know, warg into Hodor while still being in the vision with him. So are they kind of trying to start or trying to imply that he can do multiple things at once? Maybe. I don't know. I just that really I, I can't get over the time travel stuff. No. I really don't like that. No, it, because it doesn't make any sense. Well, and I don't want to be like, oh, well, if I just go back in time and, like, say, stop myself from falling out that window, well, will he time cop himself? If he touches himself, will he just get phased out of existence? Right. Or, because that was really the inciting incident, right? And to me, that kind of garbage, it's like, okay, then why did I bother watching the entire series? If right. now we can go back and change things. Well, that, uh, I don't like that. No, I... Though, I guess it's implied that any changes that were already made... Because Hodor's been saying Hodor since the beginning, so... Right. I guess the implication is that if he did... If something was done, we're already living in that... See, then I gotta... You gotta talk through all this time travel bullshit jargon... And I'm okay. We should just play the scene from Looper. <laughs> and I liked Looper. I thought Looper was a good movie. Well, that's the thing. If you time travel should not be part of something. And maybe it's not going to be like a. We could be completely overblowing this, but I don't know. It just really rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know that we are though, because it had a huge impact on this episode. Well, and like I said, anything that he may have gone into the past to do. In theory, we've it's, it's already, already done. Happened. We're in that timeline, right? So, really, so weird. it's not like he could go back and save Ned or save himself or whatever. But it's just like, okay, at this point, I just need you to go back. Please reaffirm that R plus L equals J, and then let's move on with our lives. Because as of right now, the entire time Bran has been at that tree has been to tease us with the Tower of Joy. So remember when we said at the, in one of our first episodes that, oh no, that's not they're not going to tease us anymore. They're not going to do that. They're going to give us that information. Shows what we know. Don't ever be optimistic. No, of course not. Not like this fucking show. <laughs> well, and like, it looks like from the previews from next episode, we're just going to pick up with Mira still trying to pull Brand through the snow. Where are they going? Well, that's kind of a how do they get out of this one? Right. All of the wildlings have. Well, there is there is a possibility here. Or um, do you think they stumble across the dragon glass? Uh, it's a possibility. But that got dropped at hard home, right? Yeah. So that's. I mean, we've already established that time and space has no more meaning. Right. In Game of Thrones, They're... we're throwing like sentences like, "Oh, well, it's been a fortnight since." Our meeting with the master. So, I mean, we're not even keeping track of time there, anymore. If, if we go back to the books for a moment. Sure. Uh, there is the knight who guides them from the wall to the tree. Oh, that's cold hands, right? Cold, yeah. Uh, you know, one of the fan theories is that that's Brandon Sharp. Oh, I was just going to say. They could run into him here. He could still be up there. Right. right. Okay. So there's a possibility there, because they need help. There's no way well, they're, they're getting... Fucked. Right. They're fucked. completely and entirely fucked. Because, I mean, they could really troll us, kill Bran, and they'd be like, yeah, this was for nothing. <laughs> that <coughs> would kind of be hilarious if they do that. Like, right? oh, well, you thought this was going somewhere? No. No, no, it's not. No. No, sorry. Can they do that now? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so it was... Yeah, that... That ending really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, and it, yeah, and then you, like, yeah. Because there's, he learned like nothing of imp- 
Well, he learned how to go into the past. You know, he's learned the hard way that... But how did the Night's King see him? I don't know. I mean, it's not like he was, like, calling attention to himself. I don't know. Like, in the one vision with... uh, when he, He yelled at Ned. Right, he yelled, Father, and he turned. So it's like, oh, okay. But, I mean, they were standing right there. Or do you have to concentrate on not being seen? I just think that there should have been a little bit more, like, Yoda with Luke. You know? A little, like, this is, like, some training. Like, asking questions and kind of going back and forth and explaining. No, it was kind of, yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, let's go in the back. Let's go wa- look at this, and I'm not going to tell you anything. Right. So it's like, what are you teaching him? Nothing. Always you know, look to Empire, Bob. Look to Empire for the answers. And I'm sure at some point we're going to get some revelation and they're like, this is what he learned at the tree and you guys just didn't catch it because it was really obscure and who would have caught it. But... Mm. I guess if anything, because in theory, Tree Guy is in the past, so he could go into the past and interact with him still. Tree Guy. Right? I don't, I don't know how it works, because no one explained it to There me. was also a uh, a needless sacrifice. I don't know how needless that was. She bought him the time to get to the door. I don't see why she didn't just throw the grenade. Oh, because they stopped to, uh, like... I guess. And that way you jam it up a little bit. And then when it blows... That whole... I mean, we did... We did learn something actually interesting um, at the beginning of the episode, back up at the tree, uh, that the children of the forest... Are the reasons... The White Walkers exist. The White Walkers exist, yes. Um, Which is an interesting... That's something I didn't expect. Yeah, that's very interesting, but it makes sense. Like, oh, we needed a weapon against men. Right. You know, okay, I buy that. That's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that was interesting, but... This is the first episode that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yes. Because it felt like there was, for as fast as we've been moving with everything else, Mm -hmm. and maybe just because I could give a shit about Bran, because they've given me no reason to care about Bran. And they had a lot of, they had a lot of potential to actually do something with them, and, but you... Nothing he does, nothing that happens in his storyline makes any sense. Well, you... you it, or you don't understand it. It's been so just obscure, and maybe we are just missing stuff, but I mean, we're actually watching the episode. Right. It's not like, you know, you're fucking around and doing whatever else. No, you're paying attention. And it's... it. it, it I don't know what's fucking... Go- like, What? Okay, great. Like, how about, again, warp back to the Tower of Joy, show me what I need to know, and let's move on with our day. Unless they're trying to position Bran where he's closer to John, and can let John know, hey, this is, or, or can he bring people back with him so they can see? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think... Throwing I th- down some rules would have been helpful. Yeah. Some rules. Luke in the swamp. A little more purpose. Yoda on the back. Right. He's the dark side stronger. No, like, okay, like, I need some training here. Yeah, well, you need to know what he's supposed to be able to do. If you set up, okay, you're supposed to save everyone by doing this, this, and this, and then the rest of his story is him learning how to do it or getting better at it. I don't even need it that cut and dry. I just need, what are his abilities? What What's... And I can see where it would be helpful going forward, mm-hmm. but I just think it was, and again, I don't really care about the brand stuff, because again, they haven't really given me reason to, but yeah, I just felt like a, a lot of this episode was focused on it, and eh. Yeah, it was very, that's very loud. Um, I didn't think... Okay, so we're just gonna... That's not a rattlesnake. Bob is pouring himself some soda. He's thinking moving it away from the microphone is gonna make it quieter, but it's a pretty strong mic, so it's still gonna get it. That's okay. Actually, I was thinking... Anyways. So... 
So yeah, very much a lot of brand stuff. Other kind of pointless scene that I didn't really need was Daenerys. Like I think this could this scene could have been in another episode. It, yeah, it could have been tacked on to another to a uh, a more heavy Daenerys. Because it's literally three minutes long, mm-hmm. and it's just her being like Jorah shows her he has the grayscale. Yep. And he's like, I can't be, you know, I don't want to infect anybody. And she's like, no, I, you're queen and you said that you'd be with me until, you know, you died. And I'm ordering you to go out and find a cure for this. And then he rides off as she rides out of Vastothrak with the Dothraki. Right. Okay, great. Yeah, it was, there was no reason to check in there. You could have done it next, next episode. Because right. it does look like they're going to start riding down. Which... Because it seems like they're establishing that there has been peace mm-hmm. in Marine. So if Danny starts writing down these cities, I think shit's going to get real bad in Marine before she gets there. Well, that's the interesting thing because in the books, Danny leaves and uh, Volantis. Astapor. Astapor. And Yunkai. There it is. Uh, they, you know, they converge on the city to take it back. So, presumably, that's going to happen. They're mm-hmm. all, they're going to amass their armies. To well, because as Marine. soon as she hits the first city with the Dothraki, they're going to realize right. this piece was bullshit. All right, let's, so it's probably going to be everybody converging on Marine for massive brawl. Right. So, but it's also possible that she goes to back to Marine first and says, oh, this deal? Fuck that deal. Which would be better for the people in Marine, though. Right. Because now she has the Dothraki, you've got the Unsullied, you've got a fairly formidable force. Right. So you can, you know, repel anybody who's coming at you. Right. I just thought it was a largely pointless scene. It was. In an episode that had not not a lot of pointless scenes, but like I said, the last couple episodes have just been like full throttle forward. Mm Mm-hmm. That this one felt a little bit like plate spinning. It was. You had uh, the uh, scenes of Winterfell. Uh, Well, with... Who was at Winterfell? Castle Black. Castle Black. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm an what is it? Moletown? The one... The Mol- yeah. Where... Because Baelish has apparently gained power over time and space and is able to warp from the veil to... Castle Black. Like an hour outside of Castle Black over the course of what? What did they say? Like uh, when we cut back to Marine, they said it's been a fortnight since... They had to deal with the good masters, so I'm going to assume that's how long it took. But I do just love how we're just, like... Totally done with it. Because, like, how long have, like, John and them just been chilling up at the wall and not doing anything? Right. But I'm not gonna... We're not gonna... We're not here to nitpick. I'm not not gonna nitpick about time stuff. Because I'm I'm glad to move it along. Yes. (coughs) Excuse me. I thought the scene with Baelish was good, though. That was a good scene. Then you move into Sansa lying about that, though. Which was weird. It didn't really make much sense. No. Cause, Cause, well, why are you lying about it? Why are you lying about it? And why didn't Baelish just come to Castle Black with the Knights of the Vale, who he said he brought with him? Well, he said they're in, them, uh, what is it, Moat Caitlin? Mate Caitlin? Moat Caitlin. Yeah, there I you go. I think is what it is. Uh, I'm saying it wrong because yeah, yeah. Let's not get into that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so no, we've already okay. established. I don't know how to say things. I'm from Chicago, and I'm going to say things the way I want to say things. Well, and also, there's all sorts of stupid shit in this book. Like, sir is S E R, but it's still pronounced ninety eight percent the same. Whatever, but sir, it, whatever. whatever. It's like just call. It. Stop it. No. Because we have to break our fast, Bob. That is one of the major reasons I stopped reading the books. Because it felt like every five pages, somebody's breaking their fast. 
Okay, I got it, George R.R. It's morning, they're eating. Thank you. But no, I thought that was great, because Sansa was just like, hey, go fuck yourself. But then she, you know, I don't know if she still has some trust for Baelish, or she does recognize that potentially he could be an ally. Well, and I'm, I wish the scene after that with Brienne would have lasted just a little longer because I felt like that was starting to get to, she was, you know, she asked Sansa, well, why did you lie to John?" And we didn't get an answer. And we didn't get an answer. But we did get was more of Tormund making fuck me eyes at Brienne. Oh, hard. Hard. But that smile... Oh, like, oh my god. I know it's horrible, and but yeah, I ship it. Whatever. I'm into it. Let's make this happen. What do we gotta do? Oh, man. That's... I just love it because she's so, like, I, I don't, what? Uh, uh, like, not her thing at all. I love it. It's it's adorable, and I love Brienne. Um, so I'm assuming that they're gonna go out and ride to the various smaller houses... And try to win them. But Brienne is riding for the Riverlands. Right. To meet with the Blackfish. Right. So we'll see if... I would assume Baelish is telling the truth about that. I would guess so, too. But it's Baelish. But it's Baelish. So who the hell knows? Because we do know... Well, but Jamie's still in King's Landing. Because I know at right. some point in the books, doesn't Jamie head out to the Riverlands to deal with... Right. The shit going wrong out there, right? Mm-hmm. And with all the stuff that... Because it sounds like we're going to get Marjorie's... Uh, at least it looks like they're going to try and do Marjorie's Walk of Atonement next episode. Right. And that's when we get the shit going down. So, right. So we could be kicking off a lot of shit going down. I think next up, yeah. You're going to get a lot of shit, like, starting next episode. Like, you're going to get... Because that's not going to go well in King's Landing. No. That's just going to get majorly fucked up. I'm very worried for uh, the Night of the Flowers, I think. Yeah. Loris is so he's, dead. He's very fucked. He's so dead. Very, very fucked. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it, that should be interesting. And like we said last week, we're pretty sure that's going to end in an, another riot at King's Landing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of the stuff I'm I'm most interested to see right at this moment, unfortunately, did not make it into tonight's episode. Right. Uh, I thought the stuff with Arya was good. I really liked, like, they were like, okay, we want you to go, you know, kill this lady. And uh, she's uh, part of this play that they're doing. And it's about Robert Baratheon's death, and they're showing her father as, like, a buffoon and, like shit happening to Sansa in the show, and she's just sitting there being reminded of what's happened to her family and the whole point of being a faceless man, or person, whatever, is that you don't have any ties, that you've left all right. that behind. And I, I think that'll come to a head, too, for Arya, because at some point, she's got to start... Where, where is she going? Where does she end up? Right. And... It- I mean, there's no way that she actually goes through with becoming... No, I think she might end up killing the lady. Maybe. I think she may kill the lady, but I don't think... She's got to get away from the Faceless Men, I think. Well, at this point, though, she's learned so much. Is she going to have to escape? Right. Like, what happens? Rather than just leave. Exactly. Although, she's going to have to escape. I don't think you can just leave. Like they're gonna try and kill her. At the very least, the other chick is gonna try and kill her. So, I mean, we'll see. I'm, but she's learned a I'm lot just of really like. Really curious what's going on with the with. Um, I can't remember his name, but uh, Jaquin or something like that. Jaquin. I don't know. I've only seen. Yeah. I don't know. In the book, it's the kindly man. Okay. Well, we can just call him that then. That the works. Kindly man. Um, yeah, he, although... It's the guy she the talks book, to in the House of Black and White, right? Yeah. In the well, books, they don't make it... You don't know that it's him. Right. Right. They yeah. imply that it's him, but... But it's well. not... Because that face could be just... Anyone. Right. Right. 
So like just do that because the show is a visual medium, the book is a written medium. Right. You can't really keep secrets like that. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, the kindly he's not. He's very smart. He can't possibly believe that she'll actually go through with the training. Well, and I think that was part of sending her on that particular... Because he knew that the play was going on, he wanted her to see that. I think... It's just weird that he would have taken her on at all. So, I'm just wondering if there's something else there that we haven't seen. I don't know. There could be, but... I'm just kind of like, so when are you going to go and, like, meet up with everybody else? When is this happening? Well, she's the farthest out. I mean, aside, but, I mean, Daenerys already has, like, Tyrion with her, and she's got a bit of a crew. It's just Arya kind of kicking at her by herself and Bravos. Right. And I don't know where Bravos is in relation to... Bravos is the closest. It's the closest, right, to, you know, uh, Slaver's Bay and all that, but... Oh, Bravos is the closest to Westeros. Right, 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 right. But then she just the jumped out of the boat. Slaver's Bay is actually pretty far. Right. You know, it's... I'd have to check out one of the maps and uh, that. maps. We got the um, the world of ice and fire, I'm sure. Right. So. Not that distance matters. No, distance matters not. At all. At all, no. It's just, okay, well, we need to go there, so we're going to go there. And, again, I don't mind that so much, because we are trying to get the pieces in place for the end, because we've got five more episodes? This was the fifth episode tonight, right? Yes. So next week we've got Blood of My Blood, which I believe will be a fairly Danny and King's Landing heavy episode. That would make sense. I mean, you're going to get a little bit of uh, Bran and Mira. Right. Just because I think they'll pick that up. Right where they left off, because they're still running. And from the preview, it's... Yeah, it's just, you know, White Walkers all the fucking... Like, over the place. And then after that is The Broken Man. Are you looking forward to The Broken Man? I am looking forward to The Broken Man. Uh, Why why is that? Get hyped, Bob. Though, uh, I don't know. I worry now, because it's like... So we're not doing Cersei's trial yet. So as long as we keep that kind of in the future, I'm a little more inclined to believe that we're going to get the the Clegane Bowl. Right. So I can continue to get hype and not have to worry about that hype. You know, I don't want to get Blue Balls hype. Um, That's bad. Speaking of hype. Sure. We had the King's Moot. We did have the King's Moot. Moot. Which I enjoyed. I thought it was a little short. It was. It was very just kind of like, oh, oh, and we're done. Okay, cool. I thought that kind of played into, though, how generally unimportant the Iron Islands are. Well, and Yara was bringing up very good points. Like, we're just kind of a throwaway, you know? She said that, like, in her speech. But I do like that they did... Elect what's his face Euron, and um, Yara and uh, Theon had enough loyal people that they could just get into the best ships and just fuck this and get the hell out of there because they I knew did. that if he's just gonna and he admitted to killing their father, which was great. Well, I mean that's that's the right move, right? Especially with the Ironborn because they, they you know they respect like strength and power and. Right. Yeah, if he was a weak king, fuck him. Yeah, I tossed him over. What are you going to do about it? This is why. Because he wasn't doing anything for us. So, eh. How quickly are they building those thousand ships? Those ships are going to be ready next week, right? Oh, yeah. Like, Definitely. instantly? Right. Now, where do Theon and Yara go? They run away. This, uh, this is a point... Where now this storyline is caught up with the book. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the King's Moot and the books, she runs away too. Of course, she didn't have Theon with her in the book. Right. Uh, so, who we're not sure where they go. 
do you think... Well, because Yara is kind of that wild card, because Theon could, in theory, go back with, be with Sansa. Right. Yara's not having that at all, though. No. If Euron is... Let's assume they're not going to the same place as Euron's going. I mean, they could be. They, they could, could be. be, like, but why would you? Well, they also don't know the, where it is, necessarily. Fair. Because he, he talked about it a little bit today. You know, he's been all over the world. He knows right. this, that, and the other. Um, but the rest of the Ironborn, they're not as well he said, traveled. I've been more places than all of you combined. Right. So, right. And they support that. That's supported in the books. But, so, I don't know where they go. Yeah, I don't even have, like, an inkling. I mean, let's, the possible places they could go. Uh, they could go to Marine. Right. Which is where Euron wants to go. But how, what does that do to further, what, what's, because what is their cause anymore? Is it just self-preservation? I mean, obviously you don't want to get fucking murdered by your uncle. Right. Maybe but you just go hide. <laughs> I mean, you could, but then it's kind of like, if that's all they do, what was the point then? Right. If Yara wants to further the cause of the Iron Islands, he wants to actually be important in Westeros, you imagine she's either going to try to ally with someone else. Well, in that vein, then, I think that it, it could potentially be going up to meet up with Sansa and them. Possible. That would tie a nice little bow, make it a little easier for the Theon storyline. Right. Because in the book, you don't know. But, um, you know, it could easily bring him back um, up there. So. Well, then you've got, I mean, you could make an alliance with Pike or the Iron Islands and just be like, though they don't hold any, like, status anymore. No. So, though they do bring a fair amount of men, it looked like. So, yeah, I don't really know where they go with that. I have absolutely no idea. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I don't mind that. But if you listen to our episode of Chat Talk earlier today, you know I enjoy uh, engaging in some rampant speculation. Speculating. So, yeah. So, King Smoot. King's Moot. King's Moot. So you don't get to say it anymore because it's done. It's it very, is done. It's very sad. I'm sure we'll say it again. Yeah, don't, totally. I'm going to say it at least once an episode. And I do enjoy that the only way that you get to be crowned uh, ruler of the Iron Islands is they have to drown you and hope that you <laughs> you survive somehow. <laughs> Just stop standing there like, eh? Maybe? That is one thing he does describe very well in the book. Uh, is the the drowning and kind of why they do it? And it's really more for I the religious. Like people. the whole concept of the drowned god and the yeah, I think it's very very interesting. Yeah, I really enjoy Pike and like the shit going on there in the books. I just don't think it's been it's been like Dorn. It hasn't been given its due. <laughs> Sorry, my buddy's texting me. Goddamn text messaging during know, podcasting. Right? Sorry, guys. She was watching the episode, too. I just got a dude. dude. So, bra. 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 Um, what else did we get this episode? We were at the wall. You even got? Hmm? You even got, bro? <laughs> that was a dumb... We should put it in a t-shirt. We should put it in a t-shirt. People will buy it. So we did the wall. We did, um... conversation about that oh we did the wall we did um beyond the wall yep um we talked about daenerys we talked about um aria did we miss anything yes we did we missed marine oh that's right oh yes that very shaken varus that was interesting well, because, no, he's only told, he's told Tyrion, we know that. Who else has he told about, you know, what happened to him? Right. 
Well, and, has he told Tyrion on the show? He he told Tyrion. Kind of alluded to. Alluded, but you, she brought up like, what did that? What was that voice you heard? And you know, so it's uh, she clearly really got to him, and. The Red Priestess, uh, Melisandre, she had a way of doing that, too. And Varys, at the beginning of that scene, I thought was great. Very unflappable, like, right, you know, there was another... What about Stannis? Exactly. Stannis was supposed to be... Very valid point, right. Right. Well, and it brings up, even now, she's saying that Jon is the prince that was promised. You know? Right. So it's it's like, right, who's telling the truth here? And I did like that the Red Priestess in um, Marine was like, you know, it's men and women who are flawed and are wrong. We're all playing our parts for the glory of the Lord of Light or something to that effect. Right. But... Yeah, seeing Varys that's shaken, because he don't normally is very unflappable. I think this starts Varys though on a path to destroy the Red Woman. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> well, he's like, I don't like this. It must be destroyed. I think the way Varys is, you know, he he started to get. A little weird in that conversation when she talked about, oh, there's so much you don't know. And Varys doesn't like not knowing. Right. Well, and she knew to say that to get to him. Right. Obviously, because she knows quite a bit about him. So I think Varys is probably going to back up a little bit, compose himself, and then he's going to go to find, you know, what what is going on with these red priests and what how can he subvert them because he i pretty sure he's going to eventually get to the point that you know they're not good for the realm and that's what he's always said that he, he serves right. the realm exactly and i would agree with that they're probably awful for the realm. Well, I mean, if you're going around and you're saying stuff, I mean, we've seen seen what's happened with this It's like, um, so this was for nothing. Awesome. You know, you led a bunch of men to their death. That's that's super fun. And you made the one head guy kill his only child. Awesome. That's just wonderful. Right? So, uh, yeah, I think the the priestesses are in a little trouble. So here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Are we ever going back to Dorne this season? Why? Fuck Dorne. No, just a genuine question. Where's Bronn? That was leading into my second question. <laughs> it's Bronn Watch 2016. I don't know. I have no idea. And I mean, we're already halfway through the season. Like, here's what I, here's what I want to happen. I want to get to the final episode of the series, and then after whatever it is, I just want to cut away to Bron, sitting there, like drinking next to a river or something. Just hanging out. Just chilling. And that's like your end. Tech, that's your stinger. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Bron and Bron lived. <laughs> he a very old man, and died very happily, at a very old age. The end. end. That's not gonna happen. No, it'd be amazing. It'd though. be glorious. Just where the fuck is he? I don't get it. Well, you got a check in with Dorn the very first episode. Right. And, and you set was, something in motion. You did. And then you inject shit. Well, and I understand the Lannisters are dealing with the shit at home first. But don't think that Cersei for one second has forgotten that Marcella was murdered because of the Dornish. Because of the Martells. Right. So that's going to come back. I mm. think they may have uh, written themselves into a bit of a 
problem, uh, you know, because they've got too many things that have to be resolved, and they're going to end up step and they're stepping on each other a little bit. So I mean, but that's that's life in the big city, though. I mean, they're running a kingdom, attempting to run a kingdom. I mean, and I think that's kind of going to be the ultimate downfall of the Lannisters is that they're pulled in so many different ways that they can't possibly sustain on every front. Who knows, maybe the Dornish army shows up next week to fuck over the Tyrells. (laughs) I don't know. Wild speculation. (laughs) Wild, unfounded speculation. (laughs) What's your evidence? I have have none. It's (laughs) subtext, Stephen. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk about wrestling references every podcast? Now it's going to be Steven Universe references on the podcast. I will say this, though. I did watch the Intercontinental title match before uh, flipping on Game of Thrones, and it was outstanding. Um, no, but yeah, and I, I think it's because of the way this season has been going. It's been moving very, very fast. This And while things did happen, you did have stories move forward. I just don't give a shit about Bran. You've not. They've just not given us any reason to. And, this, and I, there, I, it could be a really interesting story there, but they haven't given us enough of it to really get you invested. And the things that they have introduced leave the possibilities so wide. You can't even really speculate about it. Because, well, time travel now. You can fucking do anything. So it's... I mean, if anything from that scene, it is, it, it's so shitty for Hodor. That sucks, you know? Like, you're, like, it just... And maybe it's kind of like a with great power comes great responsibility thing. Like, you completely fucked this guy over. You ruined his life. Right. You know, not that he didn't, you know, live a long, you know, full life, you know, at Winterfell and serving the Starks and whatever, but it's just kind of like... So, here's a question. Did... Sure. He's been stuck for, you know, most of his life now, only able to say Hodor. Mm -hmm. Did... Has he known... As well, that this is what it was coming towards? No, I don't think so. Because I think that they've always shown him to be a bit of a simpleton. Right. So I think that having somebody in your brain for that long messes you up just, you know, nah. Or, like, the trauma of it. I, I don't know. But they've always kind of, you know, because they'll, like, cut to him and I'll just kind of be, like, staring off into the middle distance. Or I, I'm not really sure. But I would say, no, I think he's always been, since that happened, something just clicked off. And he's just, yeah. Simple, lovable Hodor. Oh, Hodor. I mean, it, in the... He he's dead, you know, and that's I think that's kind of lost in the scene a little bit. It is because they're... which is a weird thing to say because you literally see him being torn apart, right? But it it does the loss is a little like not as hard as like somebody else, right? And here's one thing I'm really worried about, especially in the relation to the brand storyline mm-hmm. is you've now just thrown this at Bran that he has literally ruined someone's life. Mm-hmm. Not just... Plenty of people have been killed on the way to... In, in, as a result of things that have happened in his storyline. But it's one... There's enough. There's a lot of guilt that goes with that, but I couldn't imagine the guilt of just getting that, that this man has lived his whole life to die for you. Right, and somebody that you knew and cared for, because they did like him right. more. Right. You know, he's always been there, he's been around his entire life. 
Right. Obviously there since the his father was a kid, like Kodor's mm-hmm. been around for a minute, you know. So how is he going like is he gonna get all sulky and not able to move forward? I just don't need him trying to go back to the past to change it. Because again, I don't need time travel in my fantasy show. That just adds a whole nother layer that's just like Though we have already established, like I said earlier, that it's the timeline is set, you can't change the past. Anything you do was done. But still. Hmm. Here's the problem with that. Lay it on me. If that's the case... When was he visiting the Night's King in the present, in the past, or in the future? Can he go to the future? I don't know. Because... Well, because he would have always had that mark on his arm then, right? He would have always had that mark on his arm, and the Night's King would have always been able to get in there. Fair. Fair. They better not be able to change the fucking past. It'd be really stupid. Because it just, it opens up, and I know they probably wouldn't do this, but it opens up like, you know, he goes back and he stops himself from falling. Thus negating everything that's happened. Anytime you introduce time travel into something, you're, you've always got that possibility that the writers are going to say, shit, we don't know how to write this. Okay, we'll time travel it. Right. And... It can be leaned upon as a crutch to fix shitty writing. Right. And and any... When, when you're in time travel stories... I'm going to jump back to Looper for a second, because in Looper, they have a scene, uh, if you haven't seen it, where uh, Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt are sitting at a diner, and Bruce Willis says, I don't want to fucking talk about... Time travel, because it'll just make your head hurt, right? and it's pointless. And that was an aside to say, this is a time travel movie, it's impossible to get the logic right. There's going to be some stuff that doesn't right. make any sense. But I thought Looper was a really fun movie. Right. It's an interesting movie, and it didn't get bogged down in its time travelness. Right. My point being, though, that that's a time travel movie. Right. In that... That you, you, that's something you just kind of have to cope with. If you introduce it into something that's not really a time travel story, you're adding a complication. You're adding a complicated layer to an already very complicated story. Right. And now you're adding bits that you could say, well, now you have to be like, well, it's time travel, so... And I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that it's it's not what we're thinking it is, and we're just like, freaking out for nothing. But, right, you never know. And that's where I, I get a little worried. True. So we're going to get rioting in King's Landing next episode. Danny, pretend, I hope, like, because if they start hitting the brakes with the Danny stuff now, I'm going to be really pissed off. Right. Don't I don't want another cut in of her just talking to somebody on horseback. They better be taking a fucking city from the thing that they showed us tonight. Right. And then I think Benjamin coming back as Cold Hands would be, because we were asking a couple episodes ago, you know, is he still out there, or is he just dead? Right. That was, and that's one of the long-standing unanswered uh, questions in the series. Mm-hmm. And it, it would be nice to get some sort of resolution. Well, what exactly is Cold Hands that's in the book? Is he... What, what kind of creature is he? He... Well, he's human, mm-hmm. uh, but he's clearly undead. Um, some He has some sort of magical powers. He's not able to go into... The cave. The cave with them. So is he a White Walker, then? It's possible. Okay. There's, it's very. He's a very mysterious character. Which I gathered, right. but... Right. So... So, there's not a lot to... You know, it's... The popular theory is it is Benjamin Stark. Read that, yeah. Right. So because you can't just introduce 
a character like that and then leave that dangling. Because the last we heard anything either of or about Benjen is right before John got stabbed. Right. The, uh... I think it's kind of funny in this episode... Is it one point of it is that oh he, men are just horrible. Yes. But then that's a, kind of just been this whole season. Well, yeah. But Sisters then it's have been also doing it for themselves. But then it's also well, men are horrible, but the children of the forest created the White Walkers. So oh, you're saying men as the okay? I thought yeah. you meant men like guys. I'm like oh no. yeah, they're fucking dog shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> especially on this show. True. Oh, oh, I mean, and the speaking of men, we did get a full-on dick in our face in this episode. Do you feel vindicated? Uh, no, because there were a lot of tits in that, uh, that scene as well. I just appreciate that they finally gave us some full-on dick. I wasn't doing anything sexual, and the dude was literally like, I have warts on my dick, but whatever, fine. Yeah, very attractive. We got some full frontal just fucking dick, so... Good on you, Game of Thrones. Good on you. <laughs> uh, so is there anything we missed in the episode? I don't think so at this point. No, I just think that uh, that final scene really kind of threw us. And the introduction of the potential for time travel and being able to um, manipulate things. I think in other stories... That scene would have been really, you know, an analogous scene would have been really cool. Yeah, but, but not have, not here. Not here. I don't think it fits. No. Well, and what does the mark mean? Like, the Night's King touches Bran and... Is he just going to always know where he was? Or right. Where he is from now? Well, and what does he care? I don't know. Because if they could have stopped... The creation of the White Walkers, then why didn't Max von Sydow do it? You know? Like, why do you hate this guy? What's... I don't know. I guess the implication is that if Bran actually learns what he's supposed to learn, that he could be a uh, credible threat to the White Walkers... But why? The, you see, that's the only like, reason the Knights King would drop whatever he was doing. No, 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 no. And I, I get that, but there's no. If I don't know what Bran could potentially be, because okay, Max von Sydow is hanging out in a tree. What kind of a threat is that? I don't. You know, and maybe we're maybe we missed something, but. I don't know. I just feel like there's a major puzzle piece there. That we haven't been given and we probably should have been given if we were to care about this particular storyline. Should the headline for this article be, Brand Sucks? <laughs> well, and the shitty thing about it is, I think if there had been a little bit more time and care spent with Brand, Because we didn't see Brand at all last season, did we? No. Like, maybe if you had done, like, a check-in or something, or have, like, maybe a scene where... We find out what exactly the Three-Eyed Raven is trying to teach him. Right. And, but it doesn't look like... They clearly didn't do that because they were trying to wait for the book. Which, of course, didn't come out. And, honestly, they should have just... They should have... Fuck it. Broken from that. Right, you know what? Whatever. But so, okay, let's say they pushed it to last season. They would have done it last season instead. What have they done so far this season? No, I think everything, like, this season would be fine if we had had a check-in last season. This is what I'm going to teach you. I'd even be vague about it, but we're going to learn this. Like, oh, not just, uh, I'm going to teach you. Okay, what? Don't you? Now you become me. What does that mean? You're an old dude stuck in a tree. So I've already been pulled away from that. So clearly I'm not going to become you. 
Right. I like how you keep checking, because I know you said, oh, if you go longer than the episode that you're talking about, that's just silly. Again, completely disregarding our Steven Universe podcast. Horrible human being, Bob. There are rules. They're not. Rules are meant to be broken. Yeah, I don't know. I was just kind of left a little cold this episode. <laughs> See what I did there? There was a great... Uh, at one point in the episode tonight, someone said, The Winds of Winter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was during the play. Yeah. Right. It was like, ah, you see what you did there? That's a subtle, like, really what they should have done is had the play stop. Every single character on screen looks at the camera and goes, hurry it the fuck up, George. <laughs> Though I don't think they give a shit anymore, people on the show. How can you? They've been given the very basic plot points. They're gonna take them and do with them. And maybe they even haven't done that. Maybe it's just... Maybe they just know what the ending is, and... They might not even know that. I think they do. I don't know. Because it might just be, we're just going to take it our own way, and we think it's going to be this. Because I think one of the... I remember reading this, and I could be wrong. They said that one of the reasons George R. R. let... Um, gave him the rights to do the show was they told him who they thought John's parents were. And I was like... That's not, like, a hard thing to suss out. Unless everything that we think is incorrect. But it's kind of like... What? He's a strange man. And I, I could be remembering that incorrectly, but I'm pretty sure that no, I read I that believe somewhere. that completely. Yeah. But yeah, it is kind of like you... What? That's like... Not like a quiet thing like everybody that's like a prevailing theory like almost as prevailing as um uh, rose quartz is is the pink diamond yeah that's right oh you said you were sick of my wrestling uh references bob now it's steven universe when did i say i was sick of oh wrestling there were some references. comments made last episode bob I that i did not appreciate <laughs> what did i say <laughs> You pointed out that I make a wrestling reference every uh, episode. I wasn't complaining. Oh, weren't you? So now it's going to be Steven Universe ones until I, mean, I can't make them anymore. What's Bismuth? You, well, you have to go and watch the chat talk video from earlier today to hear some of our thoughts on that. I think I missed that part. Nice cross promotion, Bob. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I think we can end it there, because we're just going to keep talking about how much we hate this whole notion of time travel in our fantasy show. So, um, Slash yeah. Slash Steven Universe. Always Steven Slash Universe. Slash wrestling. Believe in Steven, Bob. Believe in Steven. <laughs> but, so, like we said, this will uh, be our new schedule. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be going on vacation in a few weeks. Uh, we'll Maybe try to record remotely. I don't know if that's going to work or not, so we may have to double up when we get back. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Bummer. I know. Kind of sucks. Sorry, universe. Glorious. We're horrible. Yeah, we are the worst. But um, uh, I want to say it's like episode eight we'll be away for. So We could just we could record it on our phone, send a recording to Eric, and have him post it. I mean, we could do that, because I know all of our... Like, 14 subscribers are going to be clamoring for... Hey, we... No, it's like I... 14. I think some people unsubscribed. Oh, did they? <laughs> the last time I checked, yeah. Oh. They heard my bitchin' rendition of the theme, and they were like, this is the dumbest thing ever. They <laughs> burn it down with fire. Well, for you 14, we're still going to go. We're still going, because, I mean, we figured we'd, we would be sitting in our living room just talking about this anyway, and confangershark.com needs some content. So, it is what it is, guys. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Uh, hopefully you're getting a little bit out of this. I mean, it is just kind of us chatting about the episodes but and uh, feel free to comment yes feel free to comment like subscribe uh to the podcast like we said we're just kind of getting started here send it to your friends send it to your friends or your enemies or your enemies especially your enemies definitely your enemies totally definitely uh visit us at confangershark.com uh, again it's uh 
something that we're still trying to get some, you know, a little more traction on, but we will uh, be getting there. And um, we have a lot of stuff up there now. We have, uh, like we referenced earlier, the chat talk episodes of uh, entirely too long discussions about Steven Universe. We've got uh, Conspiracy Bros, easy for me to say, with Adam and Mike. And just some other random goodness up there. So go check out the site. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Lady Near the Lake. Like uh, you always say, I do a lot of bitching on Monday evenings about professional wrestling. I actually need to go and see what the results were for the pay-per-view this evening. Because, like I said, I watched that one match and that was really all I gave a shit about. Um, and you can follow me uh, at the New Time Lord. And yeah, we will uh, be back next week talking about uh, Blood of My Blood, which hopefully is a little bit more uh, enticing for us than this episode. Yeah. Not that stuff didn't happen. Like we said, stuff, stuff definitely happened. Happen. It just wasn't stuff we gave a shit about. So Very true. Hopefully we're burning King's Landing down uh, next episode. So we will see you all next week. Uh, and good night. Cheers. This has been a Confanger Shark production.